0: Strange 2 information, the all-new Silent Hill and Fatal Frame movies coming out later this year, Uh, we have the new leaked Resident Evil TV series coming out for Netflix, we asked the question, did Capcom have the best year in 2019, and we have an update on the next Indiana Jones film, but before we get into that, I'm not here by myself, and I'm joined by...
1: Hey, it's Dave here, what's going on, guys?
0: And Ronnie, got the cast we have...
2: Ronnie G, the medicine man.
1: How you
0: guys been this week?
1: Uh, pretty good, man. Not too bad. Subscribed to Country Roll again, so started watching Baruto. Started catching up on that. A lot of fillers in that, man. Kind of gets a little boring, but once the action starts starts picking up and catches my attention again. Um, what else have I been doing here? I've been searching on a fun been searching for a Funko Pop lately. It's the one of the Naruto ones that came out, one of the GameStop exclusive Madara Uchihas. I didn't mm. pre order it, and like I just been searching over every GameStop at every time I call. They keep telling me the same thing. They only been sent the pre-orders and they're on hold for the pre-orders and they won't be able to sell unless the person who pre-ordered it says they're not going to pick it up or their week time has run out. Funny story though. Funny story though. Like I was talking to my brother about this, who's actually up there, who lives up there in Philly, and he called a place in New Jersey who said they had it and they put it on hold for him. He drove down there and when he got there, he was like, "Nah, we ain't got it." Oh no.
2: <laughs> oh no! Shout out the bike for trying.
1: Hit him with Listen. the okie doke, man. See, that couldn't have been me. Well, I'd have been like, well, I guess I'll take that one then. I drove all the <laughs> way down here. I guess I'll take that one. Somebody gonna be <laughs> salty. <Yeah. laughs> yep. Somebody gonna be real salty.
2: they the gonna say you put that
1: a hole for me there. I drive all the way down here and you say you ain't got it. Nah, I'll take that held. one. Nah, that's, yeah, that's, that's the... <laughs> just.
2: That's just supposed to ask him. Yo, what time you get off and where you park?
1: <laughs> I'll be waiting outside. It could have been me. I'll take that one. Oh, you got one left? Oh, that's cool. I'll take it.
0: Uh, how's me. your week been, Ron?
2: still waiting on $18, my brother.
0: I mean, that's a used game right there. So whoever owe Ron $18. You can get a Funko Pop with that, actually. So, Two listen. Funko
1: Pops. Tyler, hey, my man, bite. Yeah, yeah. just make sure they got it, though. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> the week's been pretty cool. I'm uh, kind of bummed about this this news with My Hero Academia, uh, some censorship stuff, I think that uh, with the new culture that we have with cancel culture, I think it's going a little bit too far. Uh, so long story short, there's a character's name, uh, a new villain that's coming out who shares the name of a, of a real life piece of shit person. Um, and so because of that, folks are banning it uh, across different Asian countries. And I think it's unfair because the mangaka has already apologized and changed the name. But they are still going to uh, discontinue selling the manga until I guess I guess indefinitely. So that's the only thing that's really that's been on my mind this week to try to figure out if this is going to bleed into other forms of media.
1: Uh, so we this yeah. stuff now because we share the same name. We do yeah, that now.
0: It's an inspired like it's inspired by this character, and I get it. You know, we had bad things in history happen, but we also have movies about the Holocaust and about slavery, and that stuff still comes out. We have plenty of books tv shows about that and i think it's kind of unfair to especially since he apologized and there was no ill intent the character was just literally in one chapter and as soon as they saw it he's like oh we're going to ban this stuff
2: yeah uh, and yeah, yo, but you know what not not even that for me is is the character also a piece of shit in the show like they didn't make him a doctor did they like so,
0: so that so that's one of the things too is, is kind of be of two minds about that plus you know i'm not i'm from the outside looking in i don't know i'm wasn't a part of that culture but as a fan and it's fictional too. Um. Yeah. If you don't like it, you could not buy it. Or and I think watch. that goes into it goes into anything you know, with the movies and stuff that we're you know that we watch, people have trouble with it. You could always you could not buy it. You don't have to spend your money on it uh, to protest. But anyways, I just hope it doesn't bleed into other things in, in culture because that'll be yep. a real shame with artistic expression. I think it should we should be free to express ourselves as long as it's not hurting people or uh, or damaging things.
1: It's a real simple solution to this. Mind your business.
0: You don't Mind like it. You don't like business.
1: it. Don't yeah, did, watch
0: it. What did you do before Twitter and Instagram were, were big? Did you, you know?
1: Dude. Like, what do you if, gain from complaining about this? Like, imagine, what does that make your life better? Like, imagine going
2: to a game style, like, man, I hate this game. How much it costs? Mm, 40? Mm, I'll take it home.
1: Ugh. Right, that's right. Just, that's ridiculous to me. Like, we're like censoring stuff because we share the same name as someone else. So if a character shames the hair shares the same hairstyle with somebody else, we're gonna cancel that. If we share the same color as another person, we gonna cancel that. Like I, I just, when is and, it too far?
0: And the thing is, the name uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher because it it's a Japanese name, but it's a it's a common name in Japan. So there's people walking around with this name. I don't, it just it just doesn't make sense to me. Um, so anyways, let's talk. Let's go to the first topic. We have Doctor Strange 2 news here. So a couple weeks ago, it was reported that the director, um, exited the film. And for a while, it was on who's going to come up and step to the plate. The director has gone on to become an executive producer. And we learned earlier this week that Sam Raimi, who's a acclaimed director for the first Spider-Man trilogy well, with Tobey Maguire in the Evil Dead series, he was in talks to direct Doctor Strange 2. Now, by the time this episode comes out, it may be confirmed. But as of this date here, it's, he's just in talks. How do you guys feel about Sam Raimi possibly directing Doctor Strange 2?
1: I mean, when I first read it, I was a little bit skeptical, only for one main reason, because of Spider-Man 3. Spider-Man 3 was Preach. a very bad movie.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, I'm sure he had good intent with like trying to introduce all these characters. They just like felt rushed. But then, you also got to remember, he was responsible for Spider-Man 1 and 2. So there is hope for like Doctor Strange 2. Not to mention, he was part of the Evil Dead series. So especially yeah. if Doctor Strange 2 is trying to go into the horror genre, I mean with Sam Raimi doing like superhero action and then also doing horror as well and then trying to combine the two with Doctor Strange, I feel like, you know, this might be one of Sam Raimi's best movies like he's ever directed. I mean, mm-hmm. it has the potential to be if he goes that route. But, you know, we'll see.
0: Yeah, one of the main criticisms is Spider-Man 3, but it's been it's been on wax that uh that was the the studios hand in, making, like, shoehorning Venom into that, so he kind of was forced to to add this extra thread in there. I mean, then they, they cast Topher Grace, who was like, come on now, he's like 100 pounds soaking wet. He's not menacing at all. He's <laughs> uh,
2: Audien, from
0: uh, that 70s show. But before I get into that, how you feel about this uh, potential news, uh, Ron?
2: Uh, I'm that kind of person. I don't really care about the directors or the producers. I, I really care, even though I most of the time I don't know the actors' names, because I'm good. I'm bad with names in general. Mm-hmm. I'm good with faces. But I, don't, I mostly care about the actors or actresses that's in the movies themselves. And I care about the directors because directors going to get all the credit and producers going to get all the credit when really you watching it because the whoever portrayed that person is what's really
1: carrying it for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But so you I, also got to have somebody that give direction to. Yeah. Yeah. And, that,
2: and that's true. And, and there's probably a lot they do that obviously I'm not a director or producer. So, you know, our motto here is if you don't like the movie, make your own. But. I don't. I just don't. I just don't look for that. Like that's not. That's not. that sell for me when I go see the movie. I don't even go to the movie thinking like, "Damn, Sam Raimi directed it. Let's go. I gotta go see this." I think, "Oh, this person's in it. Like, I love this actor."
1: Mm-hmm. Me, so I don't. No, really I think. agree with you. I'm the same way. Like I, I mean, directors come across me like every once in a while. Like Sam Raimi. Like only reason I know him because Spider-Man One and Two. Like he like helped pave the way for superhero right. movies. So of right. course, like his name is like engraved in me. But yeah. there's, like, not too many, like, obviously the Steven Spielbergs, Michael Bay, like, all that, all those yeah. type of people. Michael Bay.
2: Michael Bay presents, <laughs> And it's always like that. And that's the only reason, and I, and I said this the day before, that's the only reason why I know Steven Bil- St- uh, Spielberg's and Michael Bay's name, is because they always say their name before the movie.
0: <laughs> yeah, the star power is, is a big thing. Like you said, uh, the actor is usually what drives the film. But for some folks, like, I'm not going to say I'm the hugest, like I'm following these directors, but I do like specific um, artistic styles and, and, and direction. So, I mean, I never defended a director this much this week, uh, but I have to take into account some of the movies that he made. So, like I said, the Evil Dead franchise, he wrote and directed that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Drag Me to Hell, which is a dope movie from 20, uh,
1: 2009. He did
0: was, a reboot too of the Evil Dead, right? Right, yeah, the, the newest reboot and the TV series. The TV series is good. If anybody, I mean, it's, it's been canceled because it was on it was on Stars, and I don't think a lot of people watched it. It's on Netflix now. Do yourself a favor and watch that show. It is so weird. It is so gory and it's it's, it's funny. It's every if, if you like the original trilogy, you'll love the uh, the TV series.
1: It's Ash um, versus Evil Dead?
0: Yep, Ash vs. Evil Dead. So, yep, uh, so um, he made Xena, Warrior Princess. And, I loved uh, it. And uh, Hercules. Loved so we got to take it into account. You know, he did all these things, too. Spider-Man 2 is still top five. One of the top best five. superhero movies ever made top at five. IMO. Yeah. Top three. Yeah. You, you ain't lying, bro. You ain't lying. Uh, let's top see some three. other things he made. He has some duds. You know, some people, with everything that we do, everything's not going to be perfect. Uh, Spider-Man 3 is one of the, the things on his list. Uh, Crawl was actually had some mixed reviews last year. I actually thought it was pretty pretty interesting. Uh, but we'll see as things goes, go along with this news down the line. I did also hear that they're going to be casting someone for Dr. Voodoo. So for folks who are unfamiliar with Dr. Voodoo, he's basically the Sorcerer Supreme, uh, a black Sorcerer Supreme. He's a Haitian Sorcerer Supreme, and they're looking for someone to... To play that character, do you guys have any thoughts of who would you like who you like to see in that role? That's not Mahershala Ali because he's going to be the Blade, um,
2: or, or Idris Elba because he's already dead in the MCU. Mm-hmm. That's gonna do a different time. Uh, who also uh, Michael B. Jordan's also dead in the MCU too. Yeah, God damn. he
0: is too. They're killing us, man. I know, right?
2: <laughs> give me, give me, uh, give me, give me Childish Gambino.
0: Ooh, nah, I'm I'm good on that. He, he can yeah, be.
2: You
1: know I'm past on that one too.
0: The only thing is because he's uh, they teased him to be the villain, um, because he's Miles' uncle, yeah. in, in the MCU, and he becomes the Prowler eventually, which is if you saw Into the Spider Verse, he's the one who had yeah. the purple costume. Yeah. On. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, I got. I can't think of one off the top yeah.
0: of my head. Mhm. Yeah, I mean to think of it, yeah, I can't think of someone who can go in that who would fit in that role i think they should get an unknown person honestly oh you
2: know i don't even know this guy's name he played in heroes and he was he was a haitian guy in, in the show heroes i can't think of his name we can continue to talk and i'll just search it real fast oh, we way
0: back. I don't even it, give me started on here you just bought up like some trauma bro don't even
2: that was such a good show i don't care what nobody say
0: the first season
2: the first three seasons Next topic.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Hold up, real quick. What about David Ramsey?
0: I gotta pull him up. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. That's uh, what he's gonna be Green Lantern. That's, I mean, if, yeah. if we're if we're good with the cross pollination between DC and MCU, I'm I'm cool with that. Um, mm, Jimmy I gotta, John I gotta sit on that. I got Jimmy John Lewis is his name.
2: Jimmy Jimmy John or maybe Gene, but Jimmy John Lewis.
0: There is a fan art up there by Boss Logic, and I can't pull it up right now. With uh, I'll send it to you guys in the chat. We could talk about it, or put it up in the Discord. We could discuss it during this week. So if you want to get some more updates on this as it goes along, hit up hit us up on Discord, at Animated Gamers, so we can keep this conversation going. If you have any suggestions, please drop them in the Discord as well, and we could do some fan casting for the rest of these roles here, because there's supposed to be a love interest in here too. What's her name? She's a sorcerer as well. Uh, I'll pull it up in the next topic. So We have here, there's going to be a new Silent Hill and Fatal Frame movie. It's been confirmed. Uh, what do you think about this? Is Hollywood making another movie based on video games? We don't have a really strong history of that in the past, but I don't know. How do you guys feel about this?
1: Um. Well, Christopher Gaines is coming back. He directed the first Silent Hill movie. I mean, a lot of it's people, people say... A reboot, or are is we it, happy about no, it's gonna. It no, it's cool? going to be a continuation. It should be like a continuation. Um... A lot of people say, like, it wasn't well received from the critics, but it's perceived as, like, one of the best video games adaptations. That, is like, that ever saying much? Out. I mean, for where we're at, yes, it is. I mean, can you name one video game movie that came close? Like, Resident Evil was complete
0: trash. Hold up. Hold up. The first one. first one was good. You didn't like the first one, bro?
1: I mean, I mean tell me. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, let me t- let me take that back. I wouldn't say it was trash, but can you tell me what part of that related to the video games? Part one. I think it was just like
0: spiritually, like it's con. It was it was it was, it was in Raccoon City. Uh, her character wasn't mentioned. Claire wasn't a character, if I'm not mistaken.
2: Claire is a character, but she's that's not who she was. Well, yeah, yeah that's
1: not who she was when she came out. Is? When you first seen that movie, every Alice. Oh, Alice. When there you first go. seen that movie. And if you're a Resident Evil fan, and they introduce you to Alice. You're sitting there like, who the hell is this? They had the dogs I, though. They had the dogs. They had the dogs. They had the dogs. They had the liquors too. But like, can you tell me like what part of the story they followed? But
2: but I don't think that it had the like. I, I so we talked about this before on the previous episode. I don't think it has to be about the game or the comic book or whatever the world is. It could just be in that setting because.
1: Well, it has I to can't... be based off of something, and if it's based off the game, it needs to be based off the story. So well, it had some elements. In it, it had
0: then. the it had the it had the zombies. It had the T virus. They explained how that happened. I actually thinking about it now, it may have been a prequel to the first movie, the way that they set it up, because it happened in the hive as the infection yeah, happened. Yeah, and then it was yeah, out. Out. yeah, yeah.
1: It was, oh, no, I don't mean, know, was, I wasn't a was big fan solid. of it. I mean, it was okay. I was expected you more know why, like towards the story. You know mm-hmm. why
2: though? That's because you're a more like more huge of a fan of the game. That's why.
0: That could definitely be it.
2: Yeah, yeah I, yeah, I can see it. that. Yeah, That's probably I would people with that love the movie, and then they play the video game and probably go, oh, man, this game sucks. It's nothing like the movie.
0: Yeah, we do have that bias. Like I think that we see that a lot in remakes, too, with films and TV shows that aren't based on movies. If we have something in mind that we think it should be like, if it's not that thing, then it's like, this is trash. Or it it, it kind of taints our, our um,
1: yeah, perception you've been, of it. like playing these games for so many years so when like you get excited when oh Resident Evil's coming out and you go watch it and then you're like wait what right like this doesn't follow any part of a story here but okay so, like, so it,
2: si- Silent Hill fo- follows I feel like and I and I beat I beat what two of them I beat two of them yeah. so I feel like Silent Hill follows the story but not like directly either
0: yeah, it was I a mean, lot of elements in that one I didn't see revelation the 3D one um, I think that was the second movie in the franchise.
2: I yeah, think it was, it was second, Total, one. right? I thought Silent Hill like was two. so cringy.
1: It's oh, two. Two. Yeah. I
2: it was cringy.
1: I mean, I thought the first one was good. The second one, um, Christopher Gaines had like he had like no, he wasn't in that whatsoever. He had no part of that whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So that's I guess that's a good sign. But, I yeah, think- he's coming back for the first movie. He's going to, like, the setting's going to be a little uh, little bit more of a same for the Silent Hill thing. Now, he's also directing the Fatal Frame. I don't know if you guys played Fatal Frame. I was talking to Ron about it earlier. I don't no. think he did. Did you, no. Cliff?
0: I watched playthroughs. No, I watched playthroughs on G4 back when that was a thing. Um,
2: Shout out to G4. I miss Adam. Shout
0: out to G4. And Morgan. Yeah, X-Play, man. We got to... I don't think they going to bring this up. That's what YouTube is. But anyways, tangent. No, I never played, I never beat one of the games. Uh, but I, I'm pretty familiar with the lore.
1: Yeah, it's a really creepy game. Back on the PlayStation or PS2. Basically, like you're a reporter and you're in this haunted house, and the only thing you have to defend yourself is a camera. Like you see the ghost through the camera.
2: Mm. Hold a minute. You... Then they just make that's called Outlast.
0: Oof. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, that <laughs> one used the uh, the camcorder, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, that one uses the camcorder.
0: I have yeah, um, played it in here one day when we were uh, on a different plane of existence and that was pretty interesting. <laughs>
1: it's pretty interesting... Yeah, <laughs> Outcast was very interesting. <laughs> mm. I played it for a while. I think it was like one of the free games on the Xbox store a while back. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, but anyways, they're gonna he's gonna try to keep the setting in Japan and like do the do everything in Japan instead of trying to take it out of its Japanese settings. So it's cool to see that, you know, they're trying to keep it with the video games. Um, settings instead of trying to make it a, make it its own thing. And he's doing Fun both of them. to see what's gonna That's happen. Interesting. Yeah, he's doing both of them.
0: That's like the whole when uh, JJ did Star Trek and Star Wars. It's like I don't know. We'll see. I just hope it doesn't feel the same because they are both horror movies. But yeah, one is dealing with ghosts and the other is dealing with with zombies. So we'll see when it comes out. I'm interested. I mean, I'll watch anything. And
2: this I won't is what's say gonna, watch gonna happen. Anything, since I did I'll check play. it out. This is gonna happen since I didn't since we didn't play Fatal Frame, and Dave did, we're going to love Fatal Frame, and he's going to hate it. Right, right, right. And you should then, check, definitely
1: check in about that. Yeah,
2: and then Silent Hill, we're just going to yawn at that because they're just going to find a way
1: to fuck that up, too. Mm-hmm. I thought Silent Hill 1 was entertaining. I thought it was okay. Not impressed.
0: My <laughs> brother's playing through it now, actually. He's playing through the trilogy, Um, I think, on Xbox... 360, I think.
2: Yeah, yeah. There was um, there was a there was a copy of that that came out. It was all of them on one disc, if not mistake. Mm-hmm. I had that. Sidebar. They are they are making a new Silent Hill game. That was also in the news this week too.
0: Oh man, I just want the Kojima game. It's whatever yeah. they put out. I'm not yeah. going to be satisfied with canceled. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Was I agree. Tragic. Didn't they cancel that back in what 20,
1: 20 yeah, The year
0: the year it was announced. Yeah, later that year That's they canceled the year it. Year. Yep.
1: Yeah. It might have been the month that it was announced, <laughs> and
2: that's how we that got it. Uh, he's, he's still developing it in his spare time. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: nah, that's, like that's that's still in their minds though. Don't be surprised if like they come out with something. Yeah, that's an IP. You can't
0: really we're we're in the legacy now of IP. If if people know it, we're gonna run it into the mud. So they're gonna have to come out with it eventually. Um, I wish that they would just give it to Kojima honestly, but we got Death Death Stranding because of that. So it can't be too you mad about that. Um, and it says here, Christopher Gaines also directed the Beauty and the Beast movie from 2014.
2: Is that a good thing?
0: It's some versatility, I can say that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, that's, that's what we're calling it. Oh, alright.
1: That's what we're looking for now. Okay.
0: Versatility. Listen, I'm trying to be positive in some way.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I'll See check these I out when they come man, out. We'll, um, I'm definitely going to check them out. Yep. Got high hopes, man. And this is post
0: uh, DC and Marvel movies, so maybe we'll be able to. I, I'm I'm hoping that these games, these movies based on games, get better over time. Because the Sonic movie comes out, I'm a big Sonic
2: fan.
1: But can you name one movie that was good that was a video game adaptation? I mean, don't say.
2: <laughs> one movie that was good as a game, or a game that was a, turned to a movie?
1: A game that was turned to a movie.
2: I can name a bunch that was shitty.
1: Yeah, me too. <laughs>
2: Prince of Persia, Doom,
1: uh, there's new Assassin's
2: one. Creed. What else? I didn't Just, even
1: watch Assassin's Creed. I heard War of Warcraft was trash.
2: Doogie. Final Fantasy. Doogie. Hold on. There's a Final Fantasy movie?
1: Yeah. Came out. yeah. First oh. off,
2: the, the, there's a one that came out, like, what, 15 years ago, and there was, and there was one that came out when uh, Final Fantasy 15 dropped. You had to buy the Super Duper Deluxe Collector's Edition to get it. But that was an animated movie, right?
0: So, a- Advent Children was pretty dope.
1: Oh, yeah, Advent was... Children was. I got that on DVD.
0: That. Same, yeah.
2: Mm. I got that on DVD.
0: I didn't see Detective Pikachu. Um, I, I That was supposed Did to be good. That?
2: I didn't see it either, but I heard it was good. But is that really about, like...
0: Pokemon? I don't know. Would
1: you really consider that more of, like, an anime going to a movie?
0: But see, that's the but they thing. They do have I'm the game about. though. The Detective Pikachu is a game on DS. Oh yeah, that's it right.
2: is. It is. Yeah, he's right about that. But that's one thing I'm talking about. Like they don't have to take the direct context of the game and make it a movie. Like I like that they did that. They didn't make Ash catch him.
0: Yeah. Like,
2: a, like I like that they distro the context of the movie and said, "This is how it'd be if it was a live action." Enjoy.
0: Mm-hmm. Because they couldn't really do a sequel because Ash has been ten for so long, yeah. And they would have to either swap out the character. Yeah, I can't even. I'm looking at a list now. There's none of these movies were good. Um, I actually enjoyed Doom for what it was. I like, I oh, yeah, like. Doom.
1: It. Yeah, Doom was
0: okay. I enjoyed. <laughs> you're it. Became, the, you're talking
2: about the Rock, right? Doom. It was the became. Rock. Yo, it's uh, so
0: over the top. Uh, it's so. I exactly. watched it maybe last year. Yeah, it was in this house. Yeah, it was amazing.
1: <laughs> I wouldn't say amazing. I mean, you got to watch it. Some things take TNT, it for
2: but. It's my BFG. What's that? Big fucking gun. Boom. Oh, like, here we go. I'm well, One awesome.
0: things you guys will learn in the, in the audience will learn as well. There's some movies that folks don't like that I just, I absolutely love.
2: Yeah, because you like I, bad movies. That's
0: what I watched tons
1: yeah, I of movies. I, like Pir- the- I, like, I like the Pirates of the Caribbean series, and people crucify me for that.
0: But it made hella bread. So, I mean, there's plenty of people who liked it.
2: No, no. I say Cliff like bad movies in the context of he really looks for bad movies to watch.
0: You could blame my pops for that. I watched so many How how many Rock Tomatoes you got? 12.
2: 12%. I'll watch it. I'll give it a shot. (laughs) Put that on.
1: I mean, it's coming from the guy who played Operation Raccoon City, so...
2: Yeah, I'm telling you. Something's wrong. He won't play bad games. (laughs) Uh, Let's go to the next topic. Uh,
0: (laughs) So, (laughs) there's been a leak. Speaking of Resident Evil, there's been a leak of a Netflix show that's going to be filming in the summertime. It's going to be eight episodes, and they're going to be an hour-long each. Uh... I'm pretty psyched about that. I do like these mini-series that Netflix is putting out, The Witcher. Um, I'm, you know, I just started that, and that's pretty good. I haven't played the games, but you know, watching stuff on YouTube, it looks like it's pretty faithful to the series. Yeah, you
1: played one. You played one of them.
0: Which Witcher game? You trolling me?
1: <laughs> oh, no, I was talking about Resident Evil. You played one of the Resident Evils.
2: Get out of here. <laughs> 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 guys, nah, we ain't gonna <laughs> let that go. You, but you play played Plistic. one of the
1: Resident Evil. You played the best one.
0: <laughs> the best one.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: to the I never I'm told sure. y'all anything.
1: <laughs> now I know why. Now I know why you don't like the series. Uh,
2: gotta, four and five. I can you you definitely got achievements to approve it too. Shadowcaster, yeah, you
1: you me. Me. Actually, post them on that Discord. <laughs>
2: That's
0: what we gonna do. You're gonna roast me. That's what we gonna do.
2: <laughs> what we gonna do. As far as the series go, they even not announce no no actors, no directors, no anything that I know of, and mm-hmm. I'm already stoked about it. I'm cool. I'm cool
1: with the. That's because, how you know. The, that's how you know it's gonna be good. Yeah. I mean, look at it, Air yeah. Devil. When Daredevil. Daredevil first came out. They all these actors like you didn't even know of them, but that that show was hella good. Yeah. And then miniseries, man.
0: 12 episodes doesn't fit everything. 24, 12 episodes, that old school way of thinking about television series where you like want to go to syndication. That's why those series were so long because you want to be able to sell this product to get into syndication so you can make money for, for years on, on end. But with these streaming services, especially if it's funded by the streaming service itself, you don't have to do all that. So you can just get to the points that are important and leave out all the fetch quests and you know, MacGuffin stuff that normal series would typically do that's on, you know, regular TV. So I'm excited about it. Just seeing that it's eight episodes yeah. um, gets me excited for it, which means it's going to get straight to the point.
1: Yeah. Just seeing it's on Netflix get me excited. I mean, right. I don't know if you guys yeah. seen the Dracula series miniseries. It was like three episodes, like an hour, 20 minutes each. That was, like, surprisingly good. I just finished that up the oh, other day. Oh, yeah.
0: I def- you mentioned that last week. I definitely got to watch that.
1: Yeah, I would definitely catch up on that. But I'm also excited. That it's only eight
2: episodes because – especially with, especially I'm excited because it's Netflix. Because Netflix has a history of just throwing money at shows that they're not Basically, sure if they succeed or not. They're throwing like money.
1: That. They're supporting it, basically. Yeah, and like, I'm cool they're... with that.
2: That's what I'm saying. And I'm cool with that. And I like that they're going to throw money at it because then, even though money doesn't make things good, shout out to a lot of Michael Bay movies, but it's going <laughs> to. No, hate it's, Michael Bay. <laughs> yeah, He's trash. It's gonna, but it's going to go a long way. And if I do some great.
1: If Michael Bay directs this, you ain't watching.
2: I ain't watching it. It's ruined. In fact, I'm going to get a petition started. Get him off. Get him out of it.
1: I heard they was putting George Clooney in it.
2: Oh, I really ain't watching this shit then. All he's going to do is just hold it. He's going to squint the whole time. Just squint eyes right, the whole time. That's it.
1: You got a dude pointing a gun at you squinting. Am I going to hit him? Am I going to hit him?
2: What you going to do with that, son?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but but I overall, definitely I think, think this. the
1: consensus is that we're all excited for this. We all have high hopes, and I think Netflix will get it right. It's I crazy think. how like a streaming service can get like a lot of video games to movies, right? Like they get it right, but like Hollywood can't. That's like mind-boggling to me. That's like same thing with fan art.
2: But, here, but okay, I can I can explain just financially why briefly because Netflix already have your subscription. They already have your you money. There
0: you go. I was gonna say that. Yep. There you go. They
2: they already have your money. See, Hollywood is trying to get your money, so they're trying to do outrageous things or get Brad Pitt and everything, and they don't care about how it looks or how it like how emotionally it spills out because they're trying to get your money. But Netflix already has your money. They already have it. So they're confident like, they, oh, just put it out there. It's just, it's just content. Yeah. The financial risk is a lot
0: lower because yeah. they don't have to worry about going through four or five different producers. or However, like the, the the stuff they got to go through in Hollywood to get things made and greenlit. If Netflix is their own company, they they know what they want. They already have yeah. an idea so they can make these yeah. things and and take these risks because they're not going to necessarily lose money on this specific ip people are still going to be streaming it or at least check out the first episode no matter what and then there's so many subscriptions where people don't even use netflix that they're making money off too so it's kind of a win-win for them it'll be a bigger win a slam dunk if we like it and you know they make a second season but putting out at least one season eight episodes that's very safe right it doesn't it doesn't cost them anything because cgi is a lot cheaper now
2: CGI is also cheaper, and on top of that, think about it. every quarter they have a budget of like what they can put out, and so to meet that budget, you got to make something, and they go, okay, right. let's just make Resident Evil.
1: Right. I
2: mean, and they do have the a good track record
1: with is... it. hmm They do have a good track record with it, minus the Death Note disaster, but oh like other than God. that, they've You're been ma- like spot on a lot of They're still making a sequel
0: for that. You know that they're still making a sequel for that.
1: You lying, and, and I and I still ain't gonna watch it. George Clooney must be going. There. I ain't
2: in <laughs> oh,
0: speaking of which, so side note, I think I put it in the Discord too. There was a one shot for Death Note. Uh, definitely check yeah, that out yeah, if yeah. you can. So yeah, with well, speaking of Resident Evil, uh, so last year, man, Capcom really killed it. Uh, we talked about this a little bit before we started recording. Uh, you know, we had the Resident Evil 2 remake, the Monster Hunter World and the Iceborne expansion, the Return to Devil May Cry proper five, and then Mega Man 11. So the return of him, uh. I think it was a really good comeback year. How do you guys feel about Capcom last year?
1: I honestly think they had one of the best years like ever come out for video games. I mean, Devil May Cry 5 sold over 2 million copies in its first 10 days. Mm-hmm.
2: Damn. Resident
1: Evil Resident Evil, not to mention, like if I know we're not big on like IGN or any other of these other gaming platforms giving them like scores, but a like, damn near got a 10, close to a 10. Mm-hmm. Resident Evil 2 sold over 4 million copies, and that almost got a 10 as well. Monster Hunter World Iceborne speaks for itself. A thirty-dollar expansion, and you get so much in that game. I have over two hundred hours in Monster Hunter. That Iceborne was just a fucking masterpiece, to be honest with you, man. You ever just like just put your control down and look at the TV, and like, damn, this is a good ass fucking game.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's Dark Souls. what I did.
1: Yeah, that's what I did with. That's what I did with Iceborne. I think just like overall, Capcom just killed it. I know like the years prior, they were like struggling a bit. I know they had some studio departures um, that made it like a little difficult for them. I know they closed yeah. their internal developer Clover Studios. They closed mm-hmm. that, so they were struggling for a while. I mean, they had Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, which had you know no one really that had that was poorly received, pretty much. Yeah, it, it, it
0: was an evil for one year, bro. Yeah. That is despicable.
1: I mean, and like. <laughs> And every no one would ever let them down from that. Like they kept hearing over and over how bad Marvel's Capcom Infinite was. And not not to be the beat dead horse cliff, but also they were responsible for Operation Raccoon City. They were trying to take like Resident Evil into a different direction into a shooter. Yeah. And like and then God it didn't.
2: about 2017,
1: 2018 is when they started, you know, making their little comeback. I mean, 2017 they released Resident Evil 7. And then 2018, they had that Mega Man X Legacy Collection. And I'm still holding out for a, a, a new game for Mega Man X. Mega Man X was, like, one of my favorite games growing up. So I'm still holding out for, like, a new installment in that. Wait, basically what I'm trying to say is, like, Capcom returned to form by basically just doing Capcom things. Instead of trying to make new nope. titles.
0: Nope. Instead
1: of just trying to make new titles, they just release new installments of games they already had. Like I said, the Mega Man X Collection. Resident Evil 7 resident evil 2 remake mega man 11 i mean the new game that it came out with like monster hunters and like that killed it but like like i said they returned to the form by basically focusing and focusing on games they already made and just releasing new installments mm-hmm. and that and yeah. that worked out perfect for them
0: yeah go for an ip sometimes could be a good risk too. like uh dragon's dogma that was a couple years ago that was pretty solid um but yeah, just giving us the games that we like. Like you said, Mega Man X is one of my top five favorite video game characters. I played a lot of his games coming up. Um, and Street Fighter V, man, when they put that game out with no content, really. Wow. I remember the first week I got it to play, you know, to play. It's it's a social game. You play with your friends and you couldn't connect to anybody online. First, you had to make an a unique ID to even connect to the server. So not only do you have your, your gamer tag, you have to make a tag. And they connected people. There was no story mode when it first came out. The characters were. It was just. It was bad. Um, we ended up playing Street Fighter 4.
2: And how much did that we cost? Steal,
0: we still. It's full price. We still Bruh. play Street Fighter 4. We don't even play 5 anymore.
2: Yeah. Same. 4 was the good. I remember 4. 4 we was. You sit, sit up all night and play 4. All got, night.
1: next. Just trolling. I remember you had to go through the whole, the whole game without dying to fight Akuma. Mm hmm. Get that special boss at the end. That was uh, cra- I think we, I think we were actually last time I was down there, we were at your house playing that.
0: Mhm. Yeah, Street Fighter is a good, good series, man.
1: But um, yeah, that Marvel versus Capcom Infinite, man, one year at Evo, that was, that was tragic, man.
0: It's so bad that they, they're bringing out M V C two for this year's Evo coming out. It's the twentieth anniversary, so they're like, yeah, we got a new game, but let's get the one that came out of almost twenty years ago. Let's play that one.
1: <laughs> That's crazy, man. Like that was like they were struggling, man. They were struggling. They were, like, damn near, like, just falling off, man. Mm-hmm. But like I said, they just, like, focused on games they already had that they knew were well-received. Like, coming out... Resident Evil 7 was different for them, but, you know, it was already a game that they already had. They, they just they, made an installment.
2: They knew they had something good with that. Like, you you know pre-development, they had something good with that, because they, they wouldn't have stuck with that. That would have threw so many people off. But to piggyback off what you were saying as far as their year... I mean, I'm not a Devil May Cry five fan, but I did. I know you are, and I did check out the, your views and how it's played and stuff like that. And I didn't get it, but I knew I would have loved it because it looked like everything I wanted in Devil May Cry from the past. It day. was
1: on Game Pass.
2: I didn't. I didn't download it. I actually. I actually didn't download it because it was uh, like a hundred gigs, and I was like, Nah, I'm good, bro. But um, I'm not a huge Mega Man fan, but I do play it. But I'm just not a huge fan of it. Like I'm not looking out for it. like you're holding out for it, <laughs> Mega Man what is it mega man x
0: yeah the next one i i want that yeah. i actually want a sequel to mega man legends but because the last one was on the cliffhanger but i don't think it's ever going to happen
2: compared to mega man and metroid I always just love metroid better mm-hmm. so i've never been in a huge mega man fan i will play it though like i will play it but that resident evil 2
1: remake masterpiece absolute masterpiece
2: mm-hmm. like yep, i agree absolutely absolute right,
1: how long Ender we been point. waiting for that ron
2: Yo, we, yo, and this is a fun fact for all the listeners, that me and Dave have been talking about a remake for Resident Evil 2 for more than 15 years. We've been talking about, if they just remake that, if they just remake that, we've been talking about literally for 15 years straight. Every time they release Resident Evil details, we always say, hopefully it's the remake, hopefully it's the remake, because we knew eventually it was coming. As many times they reincarnated Resident Evil 4, we knew it was coming. We just ain't know when or how. And I love that they took the route they did just completely did it from the ground up, new acting, new everything, and masterpiece now the next resident evil 3 i hope they do resident evil 1 director's cut because that was one of my favorite resident evils that people don't know about you're They're talking because, about
1: resident evil 1 and the style run, of the one. resident
2: evil 2 remake but the director's cut version of it that was the better version of it the director's cut it had all the extras in it the the different ammo types all the stuff they was experimenting with is in resident evil in, on resident Evil one was in the director's cut and that that was that was better to me than the resident Evil one itself What's your gut um,
1: feeling on this Resident Evil 3 remake?
2: My gut feeling is that I think it's going to be more fast-paced, which I'm probably not going to like, but I do think it's going to be good. Resident Evil 3 was a, was a faster pace from Resident Evil 2 because remember you had the shoving mechanic? That was the first time they introduced that. Um, Nemesis was constantly chasing you, so you constantly, constantly had to stay on the movement, even the fact that they had ARs in the game. I don't think Resident Evil 2 originally had ARs in the game, and if they did, it was limited ammo, but Resident Evil 3 literally has assault rifles in the game, so which Automatically makes the game a little more fast-paced, and there's more zombies in Resident Evil 3 than there is in yeah. Resident Evil 2. Like like a zombie types or just the, the amount of zombies just that, ma- at one time? Yeah, just the amount of zombies. You
0: think like, it'll you know feel what? more like four or five? What would you what would you like it to feel more like? Because six is off the table, man. Let's not even talk about. Uh, it. So yeah, I don't,
2: six never existed if you ask me, because I didn't play
1: it. Hold <laughs> up, I got an achievement off it.
2: I got I got one. Achievement I think on I do too. Five. I got one achievement off of five, and I think they literally give you ten points for doing the prologue. I played yeah, five that, so many much.
0: times, man. Like, I think I got but... all the achievements for five.
2: Oh no, no, yeah. oh, no, no! I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I always get this mixed up. Five was with uh Chris and uh Shiva, and right? Sheba. Yeah. Yeah. That was all right. That was really, really good. Six is the one that I really, really yeah, six hated. Six was a,
1: with the yeah. three stories and
2: That was yeah. way. Yeah. That, that was, that was trash. super different. That was trash. I bought that day one. Played the prologue. Me too. Me too. I'm not even joking. Played the prologue. You got ten achievement points off it, and I put the game down. Never touched again. Me and Dave used to joke about that all the time. How we never going to finish that game? I'm never going to finish it. You, I, I'm, I'm mad. I
1: got. I told y'all. I told Ron like the first time we played it. I was like I'm mad. I got achievement on I this. I
2: can't even delete it. Mad I got achievement off it. You, I, I will never Google or YouTube the ending
1: to that because I don't give a fuck.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't even care. Let me tell
1: uh, you like one of my favorite things about like Resident Evil 2 and like Resident Evil 3. It's like constantly being chased. And like yeah. when I say that like same thing with Resident Evil 7. Not just constantly being chased, just to be chased. Like, in Resident Evil 2, like, you're being chased while you're trying to solve puzzles, and you're trying to do other shit, and then you got this dude breathing down your neck, like, chasing you while you're trying to do it. So you're not just being chased just to fucking run around the whole map for nothing. Like, you got to strategize, like, where you go, you got to, like, hide, you can hear his footsteps, and then you also got to get this puzzle done while this dude is just, like, two feet away from you, like, trying to kill you.
0: Yeah, I think that's a good, a good uh, medium. I, I hope they go that route with Resident Evil Three, um, something like that, like a, a nice mixture of the two, the two styles. Something fast paced, but also you have to think on your feet, um, so it won't feel like an action game.
2: Another, another subtle thing that the older Resident Evil's got right that the newer ones wasn't doing was your inventory. Like, dude, that's such a vital part to the game, like managing your inventory. Like Cliff beat, Cliff beat Resident Evil. I mean, I clipped Dave beat uh, Resident Evil one.
1: Yeah, I think uh, I know where you're going with this. (laughs) Was
2: with with Chris's story, he only he had two. No, I mean, uh, Claire's story, you get two, you get two less slots in your inventory than you do. No, it was
1: Resident Evil one. I beat it with Chris. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I think you get two more, you get two more slots than you do with Jill. Jill only had four. Yeah, and I think it could be vice versa. One of them had six, one of them had four, and Ron didn't know that.
2: I didn't know, I didn't know. I was like, man, so what you beat it with her? And he was like, Man, you get two less inventory slots. Oh shit, you a real one for that. <laughs> <laughs> you a real one for that. You walking around with no ammo. You a real one holding two keys, wondering where it and goes. <laughs>
1: and then you need the lighter to like burn the zombies, yep. but that shit like taking up space. It's like you need it, but then you really don't, but you want it. Yep. But see that that that
2: idea of mastering like your inventory. Like I love it, and I, I like the idea of you know being able to upgrade your inventory, like they like they started doing Resident Evil 2. What they took it from Resident Evil 4. Resident Evil 4 originally you started to be able to update your inventory as you get bigger guns, you know you get more inventory, and I'm cool with that too. But just having to maneuver your inventory is also part of the game. So that I always say the- like
1: I always say there's two type of Resident Evil fans: the Resident Evil one, two, and three fans and then the Resident Evil 4 5 fans. Basically what that means is the 1 2 3 are more survival horror. The 4 and 5 is more action. I remember when like one of my buddies was like playing Resident Evil, he was watching me play Resident Evil 1 the remake and then he was like, "Can you upgrade your weapon? Can you do this? Can you do that?" And then he was like, "Man, this is not Resident Evil." I'm like, "No, tech, I don't consider Resident Evil 4 and 5 Resident Evil. Like this yeah. is this like the way you play Resident Evil 1 2 and 3 to me is pure Resident Evil.
0: Yeah. Uh how do you guys? All right, so Devil May Cry 5 was a return to form. Um uh, did you guys play the DMC the remake that they tried to yeah, do a couple I years ago? It. I enjoyed I, it. I liked it a lot too. And know the people didn't like it uh too much. I just, I really enjoyed it. Uh, well, how about you, Ron?
2: Devil May Cry? Wait,
0: what? The one they tried to make the remake uh he was like a little more edgy, he had the black hair.
2: Oh, no, I didn't play the that Controversy movie. about it. Yeah, I didn't play that Garbo. I remember. I remember that first that time. That was I had... not
1: garbage. It
0: wasn't yeah. garbage, man. I think it was, it was like
1: good. You talking about? It. a die-hard Devil May Cry fan, and they remade it. I was kind of pissed that they tried to remake it, but then What's I played it, Necro? and it's like what
2: was the name, Necro or something like
1: that? Nero. That's you talking yeah. about Devil May Cry Four. Oh, yeah. Okay, you
2: talking about that garbage? Oh, okay.
1: That wasn't you didn't like <laughs> four?
2: No. You ain't Here's like four. Here's why. Here's why. Cause I I I want I want my guy. That's why I want my you
0: character. You as Dante.
2: Yeah, but that, see, they didn't advertise that first. I remember when it first came out, I asked, I asked David about it, because he's, he's a diehard fan. And I asked him, I said, who is this new guy, and why are they making me play him? And and he was like, oh, well, just, this is a better story. I'm like, nah, see what? I ain't trying to hear none of that. I want my guy. I want Dante. I want silver hair, and I want him flying through the sky. That's what I want. <laughs> I want. I want 152 combos right now, and give it to me.
0: I did like the remake, man. I mean, if they made a sequel to it, I think I think it would have done well. I think a lot of folks initially like that's not my character, so I had the knee-jerk reaction because it was three mo- three games be- or four games before that one actually. Um, so yeah, that ownership we were talking about a couple episodes ago with a character you know in a franchise, it's hard to
1: yeah
0: think about something else. So, I mean, it's worth revisiting. It's it's on Xbox One. Um, it still looks good.
1: Oh, it's really good. That last fight scene with the with Virgil. That was dope.
0: Oh my goodness, yeah, the story was was pretty dope there. I mean, it it was a by the numbers story. It wasn't a groundbreaking anything like that, but it was it was coherent. The fights were really good. The bosses, um, and just them shifting back and forth between our world and the spirit world, it was an interesting mechanic. I like that one. Uh, I didn't finish. Dope because Devil May
1: Cry Five, they like they took some of that and added it to the game, so it's not like they completely abandoned
0: with V, right? The remake,
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, so the thing that, with
0: five is it was free. So and it, when I got the Xbox Game Pass and it was like too many, I downloaded that in like three other games and it was overwhelming and just never got to finish it because it was just too many games.
2: Yeah, Game Pass is actually a really good deal to be honest with you. But uh, there was a there was a game that came out like a long time ago called Dante's Inferno that's kind of like Devil May Cry. And, and despite what everybody else is saying, I thought that was really good and well done that, too. That oh, has, yeah. Like, cult
0: following. Yeah, that was a good one. They were supposed Dude, to was, too.
2: Yeah, I thought it was great. I thought, was, I thought it was great. I thought it followed the Devil May Cry thing pretty good, just, I guess, in a different story and settings. But mm-hmm. I loved it. I loved it just to piggyback off the Devil May Cry.
1: I don't think I've like, ever asked you this, Ron. Are you actually a Capcom fan?
2: I am a Capcom fan. I do love Capcom. I love almost everything I do. Like, I was just... I, was, uh, I love Dead Rising. People who don't oh, know, I love Dead
0: Rising. yeah. That is Capcom, right?
2: I love
1: Dead Rising. But Dead three, Rising, though.
2: I mean... Part 3? Mm, uh, no, that was with the, the Spanish guy, right?
1: Yep, that's when it took you from one part of the map, then your next mission took you all the way down to the other part yeah, of the map, see, And your good. mission that was, after that took you like that all one.
2: the way back. No, that was one I didn't really get into. But, I actually uh, that four, game. Before I got day one, and I and I haven't beat it, but here's why. is because they changed Frank West's attitude. Trash. Uh, I, yeah. yeah,
0: same thing. I was like, I can't get into this, man. I can't. Yeah, I
2: couldn't play it. I couldn't, mm-hmm. I couldn't play it. I couldn't play it. I couldn't play at all. I couldn't get into it, and because he wasn't the Frank that I know, like you saw my ownership of the character, and it wasn't the Frank I know. And to me, they might have wanted to go in a different route with the story because of that, but it just wasn't, it just not. And, like, and I hated the fact that it wasn't co-op. It had multiplayer, but wasn't co-op. Yeah. One, they one, tried of, f- main, one of the main reasons for De- uh, Dead Rising was the fact that it had co-op. That was one of the best parts of the game. It oh, just took yeah. It just I took mean, that. Devil May Cry out or, all the time. Uh,
0: Dead Rising 2 so much because of the co-op.
2: Dude, we played me and Dave played Dead Rising 2 so much. We did the three-day trials, everything. We did all that. Mm-hmm.
1: They were just trying to push Devil May, uh not Devil May Cry Dead Rising 4 like around Christmas time. Yep. So they were like they were yeah, just man. trying to push that. So like, I mean, it's okay. I mean, I did enjoy it more than three. Three, I just can't get over <laughs> that that map. Uh. that that map jumping dude. Like I know was one of the complaints Ron had too. That was just well, it I don't know because for some reason about it. I just it's... can't get over that. They it gave was you one of the first, games, of the first
0: games on Xbox One. It was going to show you how you don't have to. Um, it was gimmicky in a way, like you don't have to load up on everything on this big map. So that could be one of the reasons why they made the map so big, because that was the first game I got for Xbox One. Was that Rising Three?
2: So you like it because you had no choice to play it? Oh, alright. I, I had a
0: couple games, <laughs> but this. Was, that Rising <laughs> Three was pretty dope, man. I mean, it wasn't uh,
1: bad. I mean, I'd, I'd get it if it was free on. It like, was the tone. Nah,
0: two. It was tone it's free. Two games. It's it was a uh, it was very it was more serious than the other ones. and like I said, I like that um, it was a really weird tone. It was still it was very it serious definitely was. some jokes, and they still had the outrageous weapons you could do. It was a nice even mix. I think I got almost all the achievements for it, too.
1: and um, they like, between three and four, they changed how you get to like save survivors. I know one and two, like you can get like six of them in a group, and then you just like hey, get them back yeah, to the hideout. But then they, yeah, hey. then they like change that with three and four. They kind of like did it a different way. And then you can like, send you them save, on their own. Yeah, you send them on their own, like they don't follow you. And like I know that was a big thing for me too. Like I would like save them, and then. I don't I wouldn't know if I actually saved them. I was like hey, does this count? Is he going to go to the hideout or right. he's I just think sitting some in characters you get to
0: watch. I think some characters you have to babysit and other ones are and they were definitely more capable. I remember not being as frustrated with them as in Dead Rising 1 and 2.
2: And this is going to be weird, but I like that aspect that you had to keep them alive all the way there. It was annoying, yeah. but that was that was part of it to me trying to get finished. How many times
0: survivors? did you kill survivors by mistake?
2: Uh, oh, all the time. Not even uh, by we mistake.
1: Can go sometimes. To the next, we can go to the next topic.
2: Not even by mistake sometimes. <laughs> if he wasn't moving properly, you had this chainsaw right in your throat, bro. He was
0: killing everything. Uh, all right. Hey, so
1: can, hey, man. In the process of me trying to save you, if you get hit with this bat, that's on you. You, listen, see, me you see me swinging this. You see me swinging this.
0: That's your fault. Uh, we can do a quick update on Indiana Jones. Uh, so, Kathleen Kennedy, uh, the big wig over there at. um. I guess in, in, in D.C. or uh, in Disney, said that there's an upcoming Indiana Jones film coming out and Harrison Ford will be involved. He said he can't wait to join it, that there's no other person that could be Indiana Jones. So for a long time, I thought they were going to pass it on to Chris Pratt. They seemed like they were grooming him to become the next Indy or Shia LaBeouf because of the uh, the movie before. The, what was it called? The Crystal Skull?
1: Crystal
2: Skull. He's yeah. the son.
0: Uh, yeah, so... It seems like Harrison Ford is still going to be in it. He doesn't plan on passing the mantle. Uh, so how do you guys feel about that?
2: I feel like I it's mean, shit for not
1: for that. So <laughs> go
2: ahead, Dave.
1: I'll be real with you. I've never seen any of the Indiana Jones movies. The only one only show I've seen was at Hollywood Studios Cliff at Disney. That one oh, show seen. Yeah, that was we a seen, good one. That was the only thing I've seen of Indiana Jones. But like I've always wanted to watch it, but maybe I'll head back, maybe I'll check it out if it's on Netflix or something. Mhm. They are good.
2: Um but I, will, I will, They're not like out of this world. They're like, to me, they're like the granted you guys like Star Wars. To me, they're like Star Wars. They're like just fan favorites. Something people watched a long time ago. Now it's just like ingrained in your brain one way right. or the other. Whether you know about it, whether you watch it or not, you know Indiana Jones. So it's just to me, it's one of those things. But I think they should just pass the torch some way or the other because I think Shia LaBeouf could carry it. I don't think they need Chris Pratt. I think Shia LaBeouf can carry it, even if it's the gimmicky my son thing, which I which was super gimmicky in the Crystal Skull. But it was one of those things that's like, okay, stupid, but uh, I can follow it. Okay, let's go.
0: Because even in Indiana Jones, I think it was the second one with his with his father in there, um, or was it the mm-hmm. first with uh, Sean Connery. Yeah. So I think I think it's uh it's in the story enough so that it can work again if they bring Shia back or if they, they point to him and it's like a spin off series with the next indie. Yeah. um and also some things like who's out there do- raiding tombs now like it's it's 2020 like back in the day in the 80s and 70s and all it was more believable like oh they're over there doing these ex- big excavations um it could just be ignorant of me to believe that that's not as exciting anymore um because the technology you just send a drone in there to find it but um i wonder how they're going to pull it off with uh, if they're going to keep it back in the day or oh, because right. it was set, it was set in like the 50s right
2: General, it's the not 40s, modern I think, actually one of right, them was right, like the right. 40s yeah so yeah I but, guess the, it, it but the last that. one was with shia, shia labeouf i think it was no actually that wasn't modern either
0: hmm, so i guess it could work then if they keep it in that timeline back then hmm. i don't know yeah i'm not i'm not too big on watching these films either uh not because i don't think they're good or anything i just didn't grow up with them uh but i'm interested in see how this how this goes All right, so we have a question of the week here. Uh, Is this you, Ron, with the question?
2: Yeah. uh, The question of the week is going to be, what games would you like to see get the open world treatment?
0: Open world treatment. So we're talking?
2: We're we're talking, let's say if it was a Devil May Cry, but open world Skyrim edition.
0: Okay. Okay, Like Skyrim or like, can we say GTA 2? Like maybe if it's third person? Okay, okay.
2: Yeah, I, I think I, I I have one just off the top of my head. I would say uh, Harry Potter. And only because I think there's a lot that could be done with that world in games and it's not being taken advantage of, which I'm shocked. But I think if that got an open world treatment, I think that'd be a really fun game.
0: They were making one a couple years ago, but it got canceled. Do you remember that? Yeah,
2: I remember
1: yeah.
0: that one.
2: Yeah, and it was it had promise. It looked good. I don't care. Nobody say it. it looked good.
1: I'm going to go with a Devil May Cry series for open an open world game. I think that'll be dope. Even though
0: it's, I mean, it's the MMO. I would like a Star Wars open world. Um, yeah. The MMO was great like that. Um, but if they did a single player in the same vein where you can just travel to any planet you want to, well, Cold was similar, similar like that. I just want a new Cold game, honestly. No, you just want,
2: <laughs> no, you just want, you just want a new Mass Effect game. That's what you really want.
0: That, listen, if they, if they could do it, I mean, three in Andromeda, or as they called Andromeda in some circles.
2: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Andromeda.
0: Uh, if they were able to recapture that type of essence, I'm all about it. Um, or a, a next Fallout game, I like those type of, you know, sci sci-fi games. A really cool sci-fi game um, in the open world would be cool for me. So either Mass Effect or Star Wars would be dope. All right, we got an honorable mention too. We got some uh, some things shaken up in the gaming industry here.
2: Yeah, for the honorable mention, uh, I'm I'm just gonna say the Dan Hauser left uh rockstar games for blizzard so i'm not sure if he's going to make a like, rpg trip setting kind of game or what
0: <laughs> that'll be a part of your loadout like when you get your your, uh, your sets together literally your <laughs> sets together <laughs> special
2: ability is throw the red flag
0: I think they were saying I'm not sure if they were joking about it, but him working on the next Diablo game. Uh, we've we've already seen footage of Diablo Four, which I'm really excited about. I played a lot of Diablo Three to give you uh, to show you exactly how far I'm into it. My character level is 2,000. Like my account level is over 2,000.
2: Is there a play, cap? Is there a
0: cap no? One? No, I I don't that's think
2: troubling. so. That's uh, true. That's true. <laughs> that's
0: true. Uh, so with that. If you make a new character, some stats, you can you can put some points in stats like your health, um, your speed, stuff like that. You, and and yeah, I'm overpowered like crazy in that game. Uh, i
2: think I think the check they had to give that man to leave them is ridiculous. Yeah, cause he's the founder,
0: right? He was the founder. Yeah.
2: Of like the check that they had to give him to come over to Blizzard had to be ridiculous. Read That's
1: crazy, games. too. That's two different like game types, though. That's what I'm saying.
2: For him to leave what he knows, and probably most likely love, I assume, to go do something completely different, they would have to pay that man. You know what?
0: Does Blizzard make Warhammer, right? Yes. They were going to make a shooting game for that, a first-person shooter a couple years ago, but it got cancelled. Maybe they're going to have him do something with, with Warhammer, because uh, Diablo's already in development. There's not too much he can do coming on yeah. to change the game, because that would be too much money.
2: There's already a platform to go off of Diablo.
0: Right, right. Because they would have to change the whole infrastructure. So I'm thinking they would have them on either an IP or bringing something to Warhammer uh, that's more than just the isometric game type it currently has. Um, So we'll be interested to see what they do with that. I I would like to see if they do some GTA things over at Blizzard. That'd be pretty cool. (laughs)
2: That'd be dope. Necromancer gangbanging.
0: Right, right. And bring all the zombies <laughs> up to y'all and walking. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Alright.
0: Alright, guys. It seems like we're about to wrap up here. Thank you for listening to episode four of the Animated Gamer podcast. Be sure to check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube to keep it with the conversation. Make sure you join us on Discord Animated Gamers. And Until next time, take care.